Okay, that's from a very funny um, music video from Santa Live, where these guys are uh, anti-corporate in the office, and then they they're asked to do a, a presentation, and they immediately switch their identity to like being awesome about corporations. So, if you want to look it up, it's pretty funny. Um, okay, now I actually have a drawing for you guys. So, the second part of the show now, uh, Jeff. You got a free associate. We got a free associate on this. Uh, you're not describing the drawing. That's a, a oft a mistake of our guests, is they just describe the drawing. So it really requires you to kind of let your mind go, float downstream, as John Lennon would say. And three, two, one, free associate, both of you. Um, upward mobile, Dinner. mobile fish. Wearing a. You're describing. Oh, yeah. I am wearing. I said dinner. Yeah. Dinner is good. <laughs> dinner is a good free association. <laughs> dinner. Is that what you're Happy. having for dinner? I love today? it. Happy with dinner. Happy with dinner. Okay, good. Waylon, can you do Salmon good? upstream. Salmon upstream. Mm. Our time is short. Good. All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, not everyone's an expert at that. Okay. I accept that. I accept that. You know, as the host of the show, I, uh, you know. Well, I, notice I'm how everything's exemplar. flowing over here, but while all of a sudden you're abstract thing over here. It's like Picasso. Uh, well, just so people know. You're going to get that on the website right there so well, people can I, see we it. Well, really should. Free associated on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's when we do these drawings, I just try to be as wacky as possible. <laughs> but it usually ends up with a smiling animal. It was, it was, <laughs> it was more realistic. It was, it was almost super realism. It, well, that's, compared to you. I can't yours. even tell if that's not an actual... Yes, yeah. like that's an actual animal. Yeah. We have a fish smiling with a harpoon through it on two bike wheels and a baseball hat. But yeah, it's always like it always ends up being an animal smiling. <laughs> you know, it's basically yellow submarine drawings and skewered somehow. Yeah, and skewered. There's, some, there's always. I've been some watching Mindhunter on Netflix. Violence. I think there's some serial killer tendencies that. here. I don't know <laughs> that. I do want to make a quick advertisement for Toy Story Four, which my family watched last night. I mean, these things are works of art. I mean, the animation is unbelievable, but the script, the writing for kids movies is the best writing coming out of Hollywood. I think you know, short of certain. Movies like Birdman, but... Well, that's because they don't have to dumb it down like they do for adults. Kind of. That's an interesting thought. Or like what Waylon, you were saying. Yeah, you got to write for two, two audiences. audiences. you got to be tactful in it. Like, so, you know, like the, the in the overt expression that you're showing the kids, you also have to have implied context in there. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. Shrek did that, actually, the first... Like, they well, started it, hitting it at the that, beginning that of big. it. That was But big. It, they didn't do it the same way. It was just like... Like some like wink wink nudge nudge yeah. kind of like old, and then people uh, are like oh let's fuse these together. These are masterful. I mean, I'm living through the, uh, a golden age, not literally, but maybe literally. I don't know. Can you do that? Um, yeah, of kids movies with my kids. There's just one after another, and they take on really cool themes that we talk about in their show. Zootopia is about globalism. You mm -hmm. know, it's like specifically uh, overtly about uh, globalism and uh, all kinds of really interesting cultural stuff. So it's neat stuff. So just a quick advertisement. Yeah, yeah I said well, I, when my kids were a little younger, I used to always show them things that were had a lot of uh, 
you know, cu- cultural thematic things like like Three Stooges, for example. They're always, mm. you know, they they would uh, always attack some kind of like yeah world issues. Yeah, yeah. By the way, don't show your kids Coraline or Spirited Away because I've changed Harper's life forever because they're creepy movies. Like they're on the oh, kids yeah, yeah. thing, but they really should. Coraline be. was Tim Burton, right? I don't even know, but the the parents have buttons for eyes. Like you, you know. There's no reason to ever see that movie, but if you're four, you really don't want to see that movie. And in Spirited Away, the parents eat so much food, they turn into hogs. It, it's like a Murakami. It's like totally disturbing. Mm. So, um, although, and I know I'm like getting stuck on this, Toy Story 4 has ventriloquist dummies that are really scary. And I really think Joaquin Phoenix needs to do a movie where he's a ventriloquist dummy, because that's exactly what they look like. They look like Joaquin Phoenix. All right, now let's get back to the article. We've had the cozy glow of returning in our second half is now uh, snuffed. So <laughs> we are talking about a couple of different things here. One thing we're talking about is working hard. And uh, Jeff, I really um, I agree with you. I feel like uh, perhaps the critique here is a little harsh when we're really talking about like highly educated. They're not proletarian. They have the potential for a big payout, and they seem to be getting some meaning out of this. So. Um, I'm not like a big Elon Musk fan, or I, I don't really like Silicon Valley that much. I don't like the culture of it, and I don't like their tone. But I do think they can't win. You know, they definitely, for 10 years, they couldn't lose, and now they're on the can't win side of the column. You know, everything they've done for their employees is now seen as some kind of control device where there's nothing wrong with giving feeding your employees healthy food and stuff like that. <laughs> like, that doesn't necessarily equal... Stalinist era control. And she yeah. actually mentioned Soviet propaganda. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I agree with you. Although, um, one thing I will agree with is um, I don't like that does feel like propaganda to me often, the language that's used, and not very good propaganda. Like, that's the problem I have with it. It's like really blunt, kind of like empty statements. Yeah. Uh, not, doesn't, it doesn't really address necessarily the motivation that, that that's behind why people do the things they do right and also um it also it doesn't acknowledge when you mentioned elon musk and there are other people too who've kind of become these famous innovators but they they became that because of the way they innovated not because of the way they were trained as MBAs in right. business school, and so so I think that's one of the reasons why they often get criticized because they do it in a more heavy-handed. The way they operate with their their workers is a little more heavy-handed than those people who are trained at business school to kind of slowly, you know, wrap your tentacles around around your workforce and and drive them the way you need them to go. These guys just kind of like they they're in, I'm sure Elon Musk is totally in love with the kind of uh, vehicles he's creating and he just assumes that everybody who works with him is is as much in love with it as he is. Yeah, I know, but I, I and I get that. But I I think that actually gets to a, uh, an important point that I feel like I feel like those Silicon Valley people are not good with words actually. Mm-hmm. Like they're cliched actually. That's the problem. So when she talks about like Soviet era propaganda, I kind of agree. Like it's just, to me, it would be really demotivating. I'd be like, uh, you know, as you said, people are doing it for other reasons. Like what you talk about, the Boston Globe sports desk, that sounds so awesome. Like, I really get why that would be a time and a place. And I think a lot of these... Yeah. Well, you know, so the with Silicon Valley, the kind of the history of that was that all of these really bright, intelligent people 
went out west to reject the IBMs, to reject these mega corporations, and start microchip businesses, like Sun Microchips and this, that, and the other thing. So when you, it, it wasn't just that they were the smartest people in the room and they had to start from the bottom, like you were talking about, and ma- work your way up. They were 20 years old, 25 years old, and ma- being like, I'm not going to waste my time here. But then, after a few, uh, you know, at least a couple generations of this, you have a mega corporation yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you've become what you were trying to reject before, and it's like this this whole, like, m- you know, mother father son daughter thing where now you you're trying to actively go back to right. those roots and that's okay. where you see like the the um the backlash on Google for instance mm-hmm. uh that they refer to in the article uh about you know it's not you know do the right thing or whatever Google is it's like don't be evil right. is their slogan well when you're a mega corporation yeah. like that you're going to be st- stepping on toes as as you expand you're going to be riling things up well and i think that really goes to this like soviet propaganda critique right because the essence of communism is is all pretty good goals and by the time it hits the stalinist era i mean everything is so misaligned with the reality and so that the words do not match like the reality and i always that's one of my big complaints and is when because to me that's basically hypocrisy of a kind like you're applying a language that's outmoded and out of date to kind of cover like the truth here and i really believe that like language should reveal the truth not obscure the truth i understand that like it often does and i'm i'm a big boy you know i accept that but that's what i feel with these silicon valley people is that it's just phony. There's like a phony language that's going on. Which language, though? Are you, are you referring to the language that the the, the companies and their, the bosses there pass along to their workers? Or, the, or what comes outward to the culture, you know, to form our own perception of what's going on? Well, I think it's both. I think it's like what Musk will say to his own workers that we also are aware of because it's a public thing. Right. It almost like doesn't allow those workers to originate their language like and originate originate their like wor- working moment um right. there's an interesting thing that robin and i did on an earlier show about hustle too it was about hustle and it was how these monkeys were in a laboratory and um they were doing this like puzzle and they were totally into it and then the people handling the monkeys or chimpanzees or whatever started rewarding them for doing the puzzle it's like a raisin and they just totally lost motivation Mm. You know, because they, I don't know why, because they felt like it, like they wanted to do the work for itself, not for pellets or something like that. There was something demotivating about the reward they were getting. It didn't match really? their love. Yeah, really. Wish I had it's a in this, yeah. It's yeah. in this. <laughs> I, would, I would take that raisin every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that you would. I don't know that you would. Um, I think that you actually thrive on like an honor. Yet you would rather be paid in recognition and honor than... Well, that's what a, teaching is, basically. Yeah, exactly. So I'm surprised you're saying that. But there's, you know, there's money. There's some like, money. There's a baseline you know, of money. But I can, go, I, can, I can hop on a plane and go wherever I want on vacation right now. Well, I, like if someone came in here and cut me a check for 20 bucks to do the show, uh, I could have a couple of reactions to that. One, I could look at that and be like, well, 20 doesn't really match like what I'm doing here. Or I could be like, well, I'm going to take everyone out for lunch. That would be the better positive reaction. But I can imagine having both experiences. Like, I'd rather do this for free. Because it's injected some sort of value Yeah, this is worth $20. Yeah. So before it was just... I just think that this is... um, I keep getting these Peloton ads on my YouTube feed. 
you know, and this, I'm going to start my own heavy metal apocalypse spin class, mm. which is, is <laughs> I think it's really going to take off. And I'm basically going to be walking people through an apocalypse while we do spin, and I think it's going to be great. But these <laughs> other spin classes, there's so, again, there's this phony language. Like, we're facing a an weird spin, you might experience. say. What's that? A weird spin, you might say. A weird spin, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, um, there is a language issue, I feel like, and that does... This kind of bums me out. Yeah, but it goes back to the we we talk about this a lot actually in branding in both branding mm-hmm. not just on Even the corporate sense or company sense, but, but we're always self branding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if you're a company, you want to get behind that ball and immediately start driving that narrative because if you don't have something, if there is no branding that you have and you haven't started and created a narrative, that narrative is going to be created and it's going to be in the in the back of people's minds and it's going to be you know talked about in the back rooms and it's not going to be positive well can but even, but even, sorry, ahead, to, yeah, but even though even what you just said about the, ex- the experience that happens with people say in their 20s and, and so forth i don't think that those words would have been spoken when i was at that in that stage we wouldn't nobody talked about branding or 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 uh the driving the narrative or steering the narrative like there was these are the terminology i think maybe that's what you're talking about about the about how we've how the terminology that surrounds this the workplace or really the culture at large has been changed to the point where everybody has to step in line and and use the same terminology and and think which which kind of narrows the way we think about those things because it's when we think about branding it's different than say you know developing a great life you know like you mm-hmm. kind of is more it's more outward focus as opposed to that Actual you know experience. when you were when you were growing up you probably weren't thinking about branding yourself you were thinking about how can i create a great life for myself but now i think there's a lot of people who are thinking how can i brand myself it's a little it's a it's little it's about appearances sure. now there's nothing wrong with branding but there's better or worse branding ge- more genuine or m- less genuine i just think a lot of the silicon valley i think they're so t- let me they ask you this what is the what would be the authentic google branding what would you say all of a sudden um, you do no evil unless we have to <laughs> you know unless it's really going to advance us it's going to bring up that stock that's right i mean <laughs> a real a real search engine for a real hard world <laughs> perhaps now we're going to be shut down just a little bit early today not shut down is not the right word we're going to transition with uh, open hearts to the umass football game and i think it's their last home game yeah, so we're going to meaning in that Go UMass and cr- crush it, it out. Minute men, steer the narrative, boys. <laughs> cr- crush it. Do 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 your do your job out there and Northwestern. It's Northwestern, so just leave them in the grass. Now, Waylon, what do you have planned for the rest of the weekend? Uh, so today I'm going back. I got a turkey in the oven. I'm having friends taking. That's what I yeah, call it instead did, of friends giving. Not invited. People taking food Interesting. from each other. Not invited. Thanks. Hey, if you want to come over. Oh yeah, that's really that's have speaking, some bush lights. Speaking of disingenuous. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I Plenty get of bush it. lights over there. I'm your older friend. I get it. Jeff, what do you got for the weekend? <laughs> oh, man, it's a rare Saturday off for me. We, you know, working in the covering the sport of mixed martial arts, uh, every week there are fights. And um, the last, I don't think the last 13 or, or 15 weeks we've had fights. This week we do wow. not have any on Saturday night. Awesome. And so I am going to... I don't know. Not Chill right. Out. <laughs> That's good. That's all good. peace today. All the branches everywhere. Yeah. That's good. Well, I'll be biking across the base in the valley back to home. My wife 
Robin is taking our kids to the Hartsburg, Hartsburg Winter Fair, oh, the yeah. Waldorf. So speaking of um, mm. cults and branding and stuff like that, oh, yeah. I, I hope they have an awesome time. A lot of knitting going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of um, candle making and talking about bees and their contribution to the earth, which I am fully aware of. Now, folks, we love having you with us, and we love doing this, and we're appreciative of the platform. Freeassociates.us is our website, and we are podcasted everywhere you would possibly get a podcast. That's where we're podcasting, and also the first hour of Barbarian in the Valley. We hope that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.